what we're going to be doing tonight is covering some of the dialogue and language that you can be using in this current market to help you actually do more deals. So let's start off, everyone. And by the way, um, please press the share button. I really appreciate it. And I'm going to have a look at the end of my rant to see who's been kind enough to share the free content. And you don't have to worry. I don't use bad words anymore. So you don't have to stress that you're actually sharing content that might actually insult people. So let's go back there. So hi to everyone else that's coming on. And by the way, I would love for people to put in the comments below, what are some, what are some, thank you, Stevie Georgiakis, what are some of the questions that you'd like me to ask Gary Vaynerchuk at Aaron? Could you please put these in the comment section? What are the sort of questions you would like me to ask Gary Vaynerchuk um, at Aaron? So let's get on with the show. So the first dialogue I'm going to give you, the first brilliant thing that you can say comes from a negative situation. If you're ever in a negative situation, example, you are talking to a vendor and you haven't got the price the vendor wants, okay? It's under vendor expectation. And I do this often on a Saturday at auctions. And as you know, I've been streaming a lot of my auctions. I've been doing 13, 14 auctions every Saturday for most of this year. And um, most of the times they sell at auction. Some of the times we're actually short by $30,000, $40,000. And I'll often use this dialogue when I'm talking to a vendor. It is this. The good news is we now know what the buyers think your home's worth. I'm going to repeat that again. The good news is we now know what the buyers think your home's worth. I find what that does, it puts people at ease and then they realize it's not like there's someone out there that hasn't seen the property that might think it's worth more and it gives them some surety. Sure, they'll still be disappointed because they're not getting their price, but I'll repeat that again. The good news is we now know what the buyers think your home's worth. This is something we didn't know when we listed the property. We didn't have that information available to us at that time. However, the good news is we now know what the buyers think your home's worth. Another thing is that I've used lately when a vendor because in the last three or four weeks, there has been a little bit of the heat come out of the market. Sure, there's some good results. But listen, if you look at things very, very closely, you'll see the frenzy's gone and the fear of missing out by buyers has subsided. And in fact, what we've seen is fear of missing out by vendors who have rushed onto the market. And we have seen for three consecutive weeks, clearance rates under 80% as reported today in the Australian newspaper. The good news is, is another script I use to a vendor that can't get their price today. I'll say, look, the good news is that you can actually buy something cheaper now. And the third one that I'm going to share with you is, this is brilliant to use 
and a listing presentation when you're defending your fee. When you're sitting there and they're saying, but you're more expensive and, you know, you're quite dear, blah, blah, blah. Mr. and Mrs. Vendor, the good news is, is that I won't get paid a single cent till your home is sold with a price you're happy. So guys and girls, that's my first script. The good news is, let me move on to my second. Well, sorry, we've done three scripts there because yes, I don't want it to be a long night either. I want to get to bed pretty soon. So let's just say that there's three there. Let's keep moving on. The next script I want to share with you is this. There are two types of people. Vendors who choose an agent based on the agent's ability to minimize their fee or an agent's ability to maximize their price. I bet you're a bit like me and what you care most about is what you get in your net pocket or what you get as a net figure or what you get in your back in your or what you what you pocket home so let me repeat that again because i think i can actually say it a little bit more eloquently than i just did there there are two types of people mr and mrs vendor there are vendors who choose an agent based on the agent's ability to reduce their fee or an agent's ability to maximize the price of a home. I bet you're a bit like me and what you want is the most money in your pocket. Another great script is this one. There are two types of people, Mr. and Mrs. Vendor. There are vendors who are looking for the first buyer and there are vendors who are looking for the best buyer. I bet you're a bit like me and you want the best buyer. Bang. Let's keep moving, guys and girls. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. I'll often use this to a buyer who is sort of hesitant of paying a little bit more and securing a property, right? And this is often in an auction scenario, but you can use this in private treaty all the time. Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, there are two types of buyers, those who take an opportunity when it's there and those who kick themselves afterwards for not taking it. Bang. Let's move on. I want to move on to my next piece of dialogue, guys and girls. You have two options. I love this script because it's binary. It's binary. I love this script. Here it is. You have two options. You either look at the short term and pick a discount agent and keep your fingers crossed or you pick a professional with a marketing plan, a strategy, a process, a database of buyers, and an agent that's got incredible negotiation strengths. What would give you more peace of mind, Mr. and Mrs. Vendor? 
I'm going to repeat that again. You're at a listing presentation and they bring up the fact that, you know, there are other agents that are doing it cheaper. Mr. and Mrs. Vendor, the way I see it is you have two options. You can choose a discount agent and play the short game and keep your fingers crossed, or you can pick a professional who's got a great marketing strategy, a process, a database of buyers, and good negotiation ability. Can I ask you, what would give you more peace of mind? Now, guys and girls, if you are enjoying the content that we've got on right now, I want to remind people, go to realestategym.com.au because in addition to the scripts and dialogues, I've got to let you know, we also have a course in there, 43 different ways to get listings. And in addition to that, we've got about, man, I would say 200 pieces of dialogue in the gym. We've got templates. We've got everything that top agents do. We plagiarize it and we put it into the gym. We've got the McGrath system. Oh, sorry, we've got the Matt Steinway system. And we're also going to have John McGrath giving us a breakdown on all areas of real estate in a step-by-step blueprint course. Guys and girls, let's keep moving on. Most people is the next script I want to use. Most people. The reason why I love using these words, most people, is because people want to be most people. They don't want to be like alone. They don't want to be different. They want to be with the pack, most people. And this is very, very good to use with buyers, with sellers, with prospecting. I'm going to give you a couple of examples. Most people I visit, so this is for a listing presentation. You're at a listing presentation. This is what you say to the vendors when you're sitting down at the dining room table. Most people I visit want me to cover the following, the value of the property, how long it's going to take to sell, what method works best and why, what advertising we're going to use. They want to know what our fees. They also want to know what our marketing costs are going to be. Can I ask you, apart from what I've covered and a little bit about myself and my company, is there anything else you'd like me to cover today? This, my friends, is you having an agenda at the listing presentation. This, my friends, is basically giving space to your vendors to add their bits. This, my friends, allows you to have a structured presentation, not a scripted presentation. Another way to use most people is this. Most people I visit want a marketing program that's going to attract the six buyers the local, the out of area, the passive, the active, the owner occupier, and the investor. How open-minded would you be for me to show you a marketing program that's gonna get you top dollar in this market? Love the words, how open-minded, because everyone wants to be open-minded. So Susan, Amanda Hart has just said the link to the real estate gym says that the doors are closed. She said that the doors are closed. 
can we please reopen the gym? Can we please reopen the gym? Because yes, I would like to give people the opportunity to get back into the gym. So Amanda, Susan will do that right now. She may have closed it because um, at various times we've got the gym closed. Okay, so let's keep going. So Susan, just make sure we've got that gym open. Thank you. Let's keep going. The next one. Most people, most people, most people. Here's another one. Here's another one to use right now in this market, right now. Get on the phone, get on your pipeline and start saying this. Most of my smart vendors are choosing to list in winter and launch in spring. How open-minded would you be to sit with me for 10 minutes to explain this great strategy that maximizes your price? You know why I like that? Because you want to get your vendors on the market. Hello, Hamish McClellan, one of the greats. And I've got to tell you, one day I'm going to interview Hamish McClellan. Hamish McClellan is the chairman of realestate.com and a, a close mate of mine that I met at News Corp and a wonderful guy. And he is one of the sharpest, savviest people I've met and a good person. Good to see you, Hamish. I'll touch base with you during the week. Tanay, good to see you, Tanay. Let's keep going, keep going, keep going. So by the way, I actually do believe that what you want to be doing is getting on the phone and calling your vendors at the moment and getting them on the market in winter. Why? Because I want you to know you've got to have your vendors selling in isolation, not in competition. Can't you see what's going on? We're going to get a glut of stock that's going to hit the market in spring, and we're going to see a softening of prices. You have an obligation to get on to your database, ring up your clients, and bring them forward. And one of the best ways to do it is that you turn around and that you say, Mr. and Mrs. Vendor, how about we list now, launch later? Basically, what you're doing is signing an authority and getting control of the listing. Thank you, Hamish. You're the best. Let's keep moving on. Let's keep moving on. More dialogue and language that I think is going to be helpful for you. Now, oops. So, Susan, could you please confirm that we've got that gym open too, by the way? The next one, if I then, if I then, listen to me very carefully. As kids, we're brought up by our parents. If you think back, your parents would often say, if you eat your broccoli, you can have dessert. Or if you do your homework, you can then go watch TV. Right? Or if you clean your bedroom, you can then go out and play. Whatever it was. It was if then. If then. What that basically means is we're trained to understand this language. And what I'd like to do is to show you how I use this regularly in real estate. Susan has says her computer has overheated. 
But guys and girls, don't despair. We are going to open up the real estate gym, even if I've got to go in and do it after this. If I agree to reduce my fee to X, would you then give me the green light today? Did you hear what I said? If I agree to reduce my fee to that, would you then give me the green light today? Here's what happens. You're sitting at a listing presentation and a vendor says, but the other agent said they do it at 1.5%. Now, if you commercially make your mind up that you're going to take the business, you don't say, oh, I'll do it at that as well, because then they'll say, leave it with me and I'll come back to you. No, no, no. What you say is this. If I agree to go to that fee, would you then give me the green light today? Bang. Because it's sort of creating a commitment from them while you make a commitment, because what you don't want to do is what happens Often, as David Dwyer says, a sharp angled close, often what people do, they'll say is, will you do it at 2%? And you say, yeah, I will. And they say, okay, well, let us think about it. No. When they say, will you do it at 2%, you say, if I do it at 2%, will you then give me the green light and I can get cracking today? Or when a vendor says, oh, sorry, when a buyer says this, if a buyer says this to you, um, will they take 900? If, if you were to sign a contract at 900, I would then go in tonight to see them and try and get them to accept it. Bang! I'll say that again. If you were to sign a contract at 900, then I would go in tonight to see them to try and get it accepted. That way, you don't get this flimsy, weak offer that means nothing verbally. You are actually committing the buyer and it shows the seriousness of them. By the way, guys and girls, I want to let you know that scripts and dialogues aren't about you sounding like a robot. Scripts and dialogues are about you telling the truth efficiently. That is what scripts and dialogues are. And I say never use a thousand words when 50 will do. Get good at it. Let's face it. If you're watching this and you're in real estate, you probably aren't good enough to be playing sport professionally. If you're watching this and you're in real estate, you probably haven't got a Netflix special that's going to make you 50 million. If you're watching this right now and you're in real estate, let's be super clear. You're not a doctor. So you know what you are? You're a real estate agent. So why don't make the decision to be the best you can be and become a pro at language? Master words because you get paid for the frequency of the conversations you have and the quality of the conversations you have. Words matter. Words matter. Words change lives. You can actually affect the behavior of people by words. I mean, think about it. It wasn't that long ago a guy by the name of Adolf Hitler was able to convince millions of people on a stupid way of thinking because of the stuff that came out of his mouth. So don't you think if you became a professional 
with words and you delivered them with impact, you'd be able to get more sales and more listings. Here's my last one. Here's my last one, guys and girls. And I used this yesterday and I have to tell you, it worked. We made a sale with a buyer that increased their own offer. And here's the language that I used with the buyer. I said to the buyer, can I ask you, are you just interested in this or would you like me to help you own it? Write that down, guys and girls, to a buyer. Are you just interested in this or would you like me to help you own it? Guys and girls, we've done today 13 brilliant things to say in real estate to help you get more sales and more listings. If you're not a gym member, join the bandwagon. The platform that is producing more million dollar agents across Australia and New Zealand than anything else. Guys and girls signing off.